At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Monday, August 21st edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. Happy to be with you as we kick off a new week here on the podcast. Nine games on the betting board for Monday. One game postponed already. That is the Reds and the Angels, as obviously L.A. and most of the state of California dealing with, at least Southern California, dealing with all that rainfall from Tropical Storm Hillary, sending our thoughts to those people in SoCal, San Diego, L.A., Palm Springs, all those areas, but that is the one game canceled here so far today. So nine games on the board as we get ready for a new week here on the diamond. Also getting ready for the college football season. Week zero begins the college football season on Saturday. I posted my college football power ratings for week zero and a play that I like over at vcin.com. We're seeing the betting board light up a little bit, seeing a lot of movement here on Monday morning now that it's game week. So we got my power ratings. My thoughts on the early lines and some of the openers that we saw over the summer for those games posted over at the website. And if you are a VSIN Pro subscriber, check out our college football betting guide. If you're not, today's the day to become one so that you can look at that college football betting guide and all of our premium content that we'll have, not only throughout the college football season, but also throughout the NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball seasons as well. Plenty of stuff coming your way here at vcin.com so head to vcin.com slash subscribe and get signed up today all right so let's talk some major league baseball here and before i get into today's nine games do have two plays on the card here just want to mention something that happened last week over the last seven days in major league baseball and again as i've talked about before it is very volatile there is a lot of high variance when it comes to looking at smaller sample sizes in the baseball world but one thing that really stood out from this past week here the strikeout percentage was down to 22.2%. Now for the season, it's 22.7%. In the second half, 22.8%. But with more balls in play, we saw an increase in batting average. We saw an increase in on-base percentage. 
and also an increase in slugging percentage, WOBA, batting average on balls in play, all those metrics. So I do think it is a possibility as we go throughout the rest of the season here that the strikeout percentage is a little bit lower. Young starters, guys that come up with really good stuff, high velocities, all that kind of thing. Guys are getting tired. Guys are getting towards the tail end of what has been a long season. A lot of veterans have been injured at some point throughout the year as well. So you kind of wonder what state they're in as we go throughout the rest of the season. But I do think we could see a lower strikeout percentage throughout the rest of the year. Relievers also getting tired, especially some of those high leverage guys that pitch in those pressure packed situations. So we could see a little bit more offense as we go throughout the year here just simply as a product of more balls in play. We'll see if that continues here over the next week. It may also simply be the fact that maybe the strikeout artists only pitched once last week and they'll pitch twice this week, depending on how the rotation fell, stuff like that. So I'm not saying it's a definite, but I am saying that it is a possibility that we could see more balls in play throughout the rest of the season. Of course, keep in mind, September, the rosters expand a little bit. We'll have more call-ups. We'll have all kinds of player movement, these different types of things. So, you know, look, baseball is is always a moving target. The goalposts are always moving based on whatever's happening around the league. And this past week, it was a decrease in strikeout percentage that did stand out a little bit and create some more base runners and a little bit more offense as well. All right, let's dig into the card here for today. As I mentioned, nine games on the betting board, two plays for me. So this will be a little bit shorter of a show compared to what I've had here recently. I do have a play on the first game on the board, the Giants and the Phillies, so we'll come back to that in a little bit here. And we go to the Cardinals and the Pirates. Now, the Pirates have not officially named a starter. It will be Bailey Falter in some capacity, whether he starts or he's the bulk guy. Maybe they end up starting a reliever. I don't know. But the Cardinals are a road favorite at PNC Park in this one. Minus 120, minus 125 or so with a total of 10, which is quite a high number for PNC Park. But it will be 23-year-old Drew Rahm making his MLB debut for the Cardinals. He was acquired in the Jack Flaherty deal in two starts with the AAA team for the Cardinals. One earned run on two hits over 11 innings, 18-4 to strikeout-to-walk ratio for Rahm. That's R-O-M, not like John Rahm. For the Baltimore AAA team, though, 534 ERA, 421 FIP, Big strikeout numbers in the minors, also some issues with his control. And Eric Longenhagen, who's the prospect analyst over at Fangraphs, rated him at the trade deadline. Of the pitchers that got moved, he was on the lower end of the spectrum. I think he was like 35th or something like that in terms of the rankings. Four pitchers traded away at the trade deadline. Longenhagen mentioned that kind of a spot starter type, low 90s fastball, above average command, which means he's typically able to keep the ball in the ballpark. But he mentioned a funky delivery, and that would be why you know we see that high strikeout percentage. Deception means a lot, and especially when you talk about you know the way players kind of cycle through the minors, when you talk about going the first time through the league, deception matters a lot. He's a six foot one righty, so if he hides the ball well, probably coming out of a little bit of a lower arm slot or something like that. So we'll see what the Pirates do here in this matchup. But I will say. Long and Hagen and the staff over at Fangraph slapped a 30 grade on Rom's fastball. And the scale goes from 20 to 80, 80 being the best, 20 being the worst. A 30 grade fastball is not a good pitch. So we'll see what he looks like here at the big league level in this matchup against the Pirates. As far as Brady Falter goes, 
Six runs on 18 hits and 13 and a third for Pittsburgh, 10 to four strikeout to walk ratio. ERA and FIP approaching five for the season, but he's been a little bit better here with Pittsburgh. So we'll see what the Southpaw does against the Cardinals team that has generally hit lefties very well, although here in the month of August, they're about a league average group. Moving on to the Mets and the Braves, Alan Winans making his third MLB start, David Peterson going for the Mets. Winans has been a big favorite, I believe, in all three of his starts here, despite the fact that those are the only three starts of his big league career. Two runs on nine hits, 14 to three strikeout to walk ratio in his previous starts against the Brewers and also the Mets. Faced the Mets nine days ago through seven shutout innings, struck out nine. So he looked really, really good in that one. 279 ERA, 392 FIP, 113 innings at AAA. Good peripherals for him as well. So Winans looks to be yet another developmental win on the pitching side here for the Braves. Peterson, 545 ERA, 505 expected, 471 FIP, 72 and two-thirds innings pitched. Good strikeout rate, 24.2%, but a bad walk rate at 11%. 371 Babbitt against 11 homers allowed since rejoining the rotation. He hasn't worked more than three and two thirds innings, 11 and a third total against the Pirates, Cubs and Orioles, three runs on eight hits. Of course, the Braves crushing lefties here all season long, doing so in the month of August as well. And that's why the Braves minus 220 or so with a total of 10 or 10 and a half in this one. Marlins and the Padres. As of now, this game's still on in San Diego, but of course, we did see that game postponed in Anaheim. We could see officials decide to make the same decision in San Diego, just with all the cleanup and all the other things going on. Remember, it's not so much about the weather, but it's about public safety and also emergency personnel that need to respond to cover the game. The emergency personnel may be needed in other areas, which is oftentimes why games wind up being postponed with these types of situations. But both of these teams with an unscheduled day off yesterday, they played double headers on Saturday. The Marlins, of course, a double dip against the Dodgers. Uh, the Padres played uh, that team that they played. Um, but Michael Waka gets the start here for San Diego. Ryan Weathers getting the call here for the Marlins. Weathers was actually recently acquired by Miami from San Diego. So this will be interesting for the 23-year-old Six runs on six hits and three and two-thirds innings in his first appearance for Miami. That was a relief outing. Went down to AAA, made two really good starts. Six innings in each of them. One run allowed in the first one. Two runs allowed in the second one. 15-3 to three strikeout to walk ratio. So we'll see what he does back in the big leagues. But for the most part, he's a fringy MLB guy at best, which is why you see Miami such a big underdog here today against Waka and the, Pir- and the Padres. This line up around minus 190 or so with a total of nine and a half. As far as the Padres side with Waka on the bump, this is just going to be his second start since returning from the injured list. Went five innings last time out against the Orioles, five shutout innings at that. Was staked to a 5 nothing lead in the first inning, really settled in after that. But it was his first start at the MLB level in about six weeks. There are some regression signs in the profile for Waka. 268 ERA, 365 FIP, 409 expected ERA, 82% left on base percentage, but he's got a 110 ERA over his last 11 starts. He was bad early in the season, a really rough month of April, very, very good in May, but then got hurt in June and July. So we'll see what he looks like here. I do think there's a little bit of line equity on Miami in this game, just because you've got Waka coming back, second start off the I.L., 
I don't know how well Weathers is going to pitch here, though, and that's kind of the problem. But when you look at San Diego, it's very hard to justify them being a favorite of this size because they've been such a disappointing team here throughout the course of the season. So nothing from me officially in this game, but I think Miami maybe has a little bit of line value to them. Let's cover one AL game and then take a short break here. That is Seattle and Chicago. Luis Castillo, Tuki Toussaint in this one. Mariners are rolling right now. They just swept the Astros in Houston, and they're $1.85 or so favorite in this one, total of 8.5. The thing that's concerning to me here, though, is look at Luis Castillo at home compared to on the road. 3.23 ERA overall, 3.81 expected ERA, 3.87 FIP. But he's got a 3.90 ERA on the road. That's 1.2 runs higher than what it is at home. By slash line, batting average, on-base percentage, slugging percentage, on the road, 56 points higher in batting average, 51 points higher in on-base, 91 points higher in slugging percentage. His WOBA against is 55 points higher on the road. His strikeout percentage is actually 9.3% lower on the road than it is at home. His FIP is almost a full run higher. It is the White Sox, though. So it is tough to trust the White Sox offensively in any context, but especially here looking at this matchup against Castillo. Chicago has basically been a bottom five offense all year long. In the second half, 292 Woba, 83 WRC+. Those ranked 29th and 28th, respectively. So at least for Castillo's road splits, this may not be that bad of a spot for him. For Toussaint, 447 ERA, 495 expected, 517 FIP, 15 and a third innings pitched. He's had some good outings with the White Sox here, but he's allowed 14 runs on or 11 runs on 14 hits in his last 14 and a third innings pitched. Does have 22 strikeouts, but also has 14 walks. So this could be one of those interesting Robbie Ray types of stat lines where Toussaint gives up like four runs in five innings with eight strikeouts and five walks or some crazy thing like that. Because the Mariners do strike out a lot. So that is something to keep in mind about this team. But I think this is a very, very tough handicap. The Mariners pen has been used a ton here lately as well. So nothing for me on this one, uh, but an interesting handicap nonetheless. We'll come back after this short break on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're back here on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Five star reviews, very, very much appreciated for this and everyone of the podcasts here in our VSIN family. Moving on to another really interesting handicap here Boston and Houston. James Paxton and Christian Javier in this matchup here. The Astros, of course, licking their wounds after that series against the Mariners. The Red Sox, they swept the Yankees over the weekend, so their wild card hopes very much intact. I believe they're three games back in the wild card, trailing Seattle, and they're three and a half back on Houston, who would be the number five seed if the playoffs started today. But Houston, their starting pitching is a major question mark right now, and Christian Javier, a big part of that. 494 ERA, 578 FIP in 31 innings since the All-Star break. 18 runs on 22 hits, including six homers. Does have 30 strikeouts in that span, and a big K percentage decrease has been a primary issue for him this year, but he's also walked 17 guys. He's just not trustworthy at all whatsoever at this point in time, and the Astros, if they can't figure it out, then something is seriously wrong because they've done so well with pitching development, whether it's with internal guys or some of the guys they bring in externally and wind up really getting a lot out of them. As far as Paxton goes, it's been up and down here of late. A couple of hiccups in the second half, mostly against lineups that have hit lefties well and mostly against the better offenses that he's faced. Gave up you know, a couple of home runs last time out against the Nationals, although it was a pretty decent start over six innings. Gave up four runs to the Blue Jays on August 4th, three homers in that game. Six runs to the Cubs on July 15th in his first start out of the break. The Astros were shut down by a bunch of righties in that series against Seattle. But Paxton is left-handed. And here in August, Houston 413 Woba, 169 WRC+, 217 plate appearances against lefties. Paxton has allowed almost a 44% hard hit percentage in his six second-half starts. The problem here is this total is nine, so all of this is accounted for. And sometimes when the roof is closed at Minute Maid Park, it can be difficult to get offense. So couldn't bet on the over in this game, couldn't take either side. But I do think there are a lot of interesting handicapping elements to this game, to say the least. Maybe not so much in this game. The Royals and the Athletics. Tucker Davidson will be the opener for Kansas City. They will follow with Alec Marsh. Oakland sending out Paul Blackburn in this one. Oakland a dollar thirty favorite here. Total of eight and a half. These are the two worst teams in the American League from a record standpoint. Although, you know, offensively, they've both been a little bit better uh, here in the second half, specifically Kansas City. They've kind of figured some things out offensively where a lot of that hard contact that they made early on in the year, they're finally starting to see some of the returns from that, finally leveling out a little bit. Either way, you know, very tough handicap here. And there is a chance of rain. There is the threat of rain in Oakland. Some of the instability left in the air from Tropical Storm Hillary, giving us the chance for maybe a shower or a storm here in this game. 
as far as Davidson goes, 38 innings pitched, 639 ERA, 472 expected, 361 FIP. So there is some sample size noise in the profile here where he could be a little bit better if some positive regression took hold. But in six and a third with Kansas City, four earned runs on seven hits. Could go into the second inning here, could pitch multiples in favor of Marsh. And that would probably help because Marsh has a 568 ERA himself, 565 expected, 682 FIP, 38 innings pitched, six runs on 16 hits in his last 14 innings, but nine walks in that span against just 13 strikeouts. He's a guy that isn't super trustworthy. He's got one really good start to his name. He pitched very well against the Dodgers uh, coming out of the all-star break. But other than that, really hasn't pitched very well. Blackburn, 409 ERA, 387 expected, 350 FIP, 72 and two-thirds innings pitched. He struck out over a batter per inning. He's been a bit better at home just through seven shutout innings against the Cardinals with eight strikeouts, so a good start there for him. Through six shutout against the Giants, two starts prior to that, but also had a start where he allowed four runs on eight hits to the Nationals, who, of course, hit lefties way better than they hit righties. So, Nothing for me here in this one. I think this is a really, really difficult handicap for a variety of different reasons. And frankly, I think this series is going to be full of difficult handicaps. So not really going to get much out of me in this series and not going to get anything out of me for this game on Monday. We move to the interleague slate where we went from three games down to two with the Reds and Angels postponed. Javier Assad and Alex Fiedo in this one between the Cubs and the Tigers. Tigers getting a little bit of overnight love here as the Cubs shrunk a little bit as a favorite, still in the minus 120 range with the consensus line, total of nine for this one. A couple of things here. I mean, first of all, Detroit's playing quite well. You know, they won four of their last five. They've played well against some of the Central Division foes that they've faced here recently. Offensively, this is fascinating. They're a top 10 offense against righties in the month of August. 339 Woba, 118 WRC+. So offensively, they're picking it up. Torkelson's been swinging it well. Kerry Carpenter's been swinging it better. They've had some guys really performing at a high level here. But really, to me, this one comes down to Assad, where the market is kind of looking to fade him. 311 ERA, 454 expected, 442 FIP. This is just kind of a classic case of looking at a regression candidate and betting against him. And Assad does look like one of those, whereas XERA is almost a run and a half higher. His FIP is well over a run higher the market expecting negative regression from him. He's only struck out nine batters in his last three starts as well. So that's another thing. A lot of balls in play increases the potential for that negative regression to hit. So I think that's why the market has come in here against the Cubs in this one, because really there's not a whole lot of reasons to like Alex Fiedo, at least on on the surface. 516 ERA, 406 expected, 483 FIP. But if you look a little bit deeper here, You know, look, this is a guy that he's got a 35.9% hard hit percentage. He's got a 6.1% walk rate. Those are two pretty good peripherals for him. I think he has more swing and miss in the profile than we've seen here so far. So maybe the market does like him a little bit, especially with his expected ERA being about a run lower than where his actual ERA is. That's the inverse of what we're seeing with Assad. However, the Cubs are a top five offense against righties here. In the month of August, 132 WRC+. plus. They've been really, really good offensively. They've been a good team overall here of late. I do think this is a tricky handicap, though. The Cubs have used their three primary relievers in back-to-back days. The Tigers' pen, they're hard up a little bit as well. So nothing for me in this one. 
but I do think it was a really fascinating handicap and an interesting line move for that Cubs and Tigers matchup. All right, so I won't touch on the Reds and the Angels because it is postponed. I presume we'll have the same pitching matchup in one of the games of the doubleheader, which I imagine will be played tomorrow. So I'll save that one for tomorrow's show. We'll circle back to the two plays I've got here today, beginning with the Giants and the Phillies. Scott Alexander will open for the Giants. Aaron Nola gets the start here for the Phillies. Sean Manaya will be the bulk guy in all likelihood for the Giants. Hasn't pitched since Tuesday through 57 pitches, so I imagine he'll be the bulker here in this one. Alexander, 406 ERA, 332 FIP, 37 and two-thirds. Opener six times here so far. He's given up five runs on six hits, including one where he gave up three runs on three hits to the Angels. Back-to-back scoreless appearances, but he's had some bumps in the road here of late. Manaya, 489 ERA, 351 FIP over 81 innings pitched, but a guy that, you know, I don't think he's super trustworthy for the most part. The Phillies have hit lefties well in the month of August, 116 WRC plus, 345 Woba, and they're a top 10 offense overall here in the second half of the 107 WRC plus. So I do like their offensive profile a bit, and I do like it here against Alexander and Manaya as they'll get a couple of lefties back to back. For Nola, 458 ERA, 387 expected ERA, 425 FIP, 153 and a third innings pitched. Too many homers, a strikeout percentage drop, a decrease in left on base percentage. It's tough to see in a contract year. But the Giants here, they've really struggled on offense throughout the second half. 275 Woba, that's the lowest by 17 points. 72 WRC plus, the lowest by nine points. They've been even worse than that against righties here in the month of August. So a good spot for Nola and arrested Phillies bullpen. Also for Nola here, his Woba against is 50 points lower at home. ERA 1.7 runs lower at home. Home FIP is about 1.4 runs better. He's just been much better at home than he has been on the road. So with the Giants struggling offensively with a rested Phillies bullpen, a Phillies offense that's been better, I've got the better starter. I've got the better lineup. I've got the better bullpen. I'll lay it tonight with the Phillies. Minus 142, but as always, shop around and see if you can get a little bit better of a price. Next up on the card here for me, the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. Jordan Montgomery in this one for Texas. Slade Ciccone going for Arizona. Rangers, about a $1.55 favorite, total of nine in this one. Tough weekend for the Rangers. They get swept by the Brewers at home. Not a great look for them. Did face some decent pitching in that series, to be sure, and then You know, Reed Detmers flirted with a no-hitter against them on Thursday night. So the Rangers having some issues here of late, but I think they can get back on track here tonight. Ciccone, 10 and a third innings at the MLB level. He's only allowed four runs on nine hits, but he had a 638 ERA, 595 FIP in the minors, gave up 20 home runs in 103 innings pitched. He's faced the Giants, Padres, and Rockies here so far, so a big step up in class taking on Texas. And Ciccone, in those three appearances, 58.1% hard hit percentage. So I do think Texas can get back on track here offensively in this one. As far as Montgomery goes, he's been great. Five runs on 19 hits in 18 innings, 20-2 to two strikeout to walk ratio for the Rangers, 330 ERA, 362 FIP for the season, a little bit of a bump in swings and misses since joining the Rangers. And for Arizona, Even though they have the lowest strikeout percentage in the league against lefties here in August at 15%, they're still a middle-of-the-road offense. Their contact quality has dropped off. 
they're really relying on the walk at this point in time, and Montgomery doesn't issue a lot of walks. I just think that Texas has a big starting pitching edge here. They have a bullpen edge as well because most of the Texas bullpen is fresh and ready to go, and I do think that Texas's offense is clearly better. The other thing, kind of anecdotally here, you know, from a situational spot standpoint, teams really try to get a road trip off on the right foot, win that first game. Sometimes it's good to get on the road. You get away from the family. You get away from all of your obligations. You can just focus on baseball. You know, you spend time with the boys in the clubhouse or in the hotel. You go out to dinners, all those kinds of things. You get away from all the things that kind of take your focus away at home. So I think that's a positive here for the Rangers, especially having lost four in a row. Now they get to go out on the road, get with the boys, just take care of business as opposed to everything else going on at home. So I like Texas here today, and I like them on the run line. Minus one and a half at plus 102, according to DraftKings, or minus one and a half even money. Good as well here in this one. So the two plays for today, Phillies laying the price, minus 142 against the Giants, and the Rangers on the run line at plus money or even money against Arizona. So that gets us started for this week on VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Rate, review, subscribe, five-star reviews, always appreciated here. And I'll be back again tomorrow with another edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.